Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. Today I'm going to be answering an email from a parent who's upset about her deteriorating relationship with her almost three-year-old daughter. She feels like she spends most of their time together struggling to get her girl to cooperate or behave, and she really wants to find a healthier dynamic for their relationship. Before I begin, well, the holiday season is here. And that means lots of gatherings with friends and family, and of course, tons of great pictures. So I'm especially happy at this time of year to be partnered with canvaspeople.com so that we can offer you a special deal. If you didn't know, canvaspeople.com is the world's best photo to canvas company, where you just upload one of your favorite photos to their site, and they send you a gorgeous canvas print of that photo stretched over a wooden frame, a real work of art. And as you know, if you listen here, I'm speaking from personal experience because I have a couple of these and they're hanging in our house and they look amazing. Right now, if you go to canvaspeople.com and enter the promo code RESPECT, that's R-E-S-P-E-C-T, they'll print an 11 by 14 inch canvas of any photo you choose absolutely free. Normally, this would cost about $70, but with this special offer, all you have to pay is shipping because canvaspeople.com is sure that once you've seen your free canvas, you're going to become a loyal customer and come back again and again. So just choose a photo you really love. That's the hardest part. Maybe it's a great holiday moment with the kids or a birthday or a wedding or even the family pet. Any really special, memorable photo that's collecting dust on your cell phone or maybe buried on your Facebook page and upload it to canvaspeople.com and include the promo code RESPECT. They'll do the rest. In a couple of days, you'll receive a beautiful 11 by 14 inch canvas print of your photo. Absolutely free, just pay the shipping. So this truly is a great offer. Whether you're giving a holiday gift or maybe you want something to hang on your own wall, I honestly think that you or your loved one on the receiving end will be thrilled. So go to canvaspeople.com and be sure to use the promo code RESPECT. Here's the email I received. Hi, Janet. I've been reading your blog and listening to your podcast for a few months, and I can't tell you how much relief and support I found in your thoughts and approach. To that, I say, yay. I have an almost three-year-old daughter and an almost three-month-old son. Since becoming pregnant and then having my son, my bandwidth for interacting with my daughter has lessened so much, which saddens me greatly. We used to have such a close relationship, And while I think we still do, it is tarnished with my lessened patience and losing my temper at times. Today, for example, we went to the park. Leaving the park has become a thing now. It started with me losing my temper one time when she wouldn't leave when I asked, and now it happens almost always. She runs away when I say we have to leave. I brace for it. Today I told her, bye, I'm leaving, when she wouldn't come. I did it out of anger and desperation. In hindsight, I realized that kind of threat is manipulative, hurtful, and maybe even scary for her. She was very overtired, as it was. She sat down in the wood chips, crying and screaming. She finally did come. I said, you can hold my hand or go in the stroller. As I'm writing this, I realize how much my angry emotion plays into all of this and even maybe causes her behavior to deteriorate. Anyway, she sat down and wouldn't walk. She wanted me to hold her, and I told her I couldn't. She said at one point she wanted the stroller and then refused it. I was physically trying to restrain her into the stroller while she was shrieking. I felt absolutely terrible. 
I hate having to physically make her do something, and it actually hurts me now that she's fairly big. I ended up roughly pulling her along the grass to where we were going. This was a low point in my parenting. I ended up crying, which I'm sure was very upsetting to her. It has happened before. A couple of times I told her, I know you were really upset that we have to leave, but it didn't help much. And I was so upset, it was hard to focus on saying these things. I really don't want to continue this way with my daughter, but once these patterns start, I find it so hard to change them. It also happened with diaper changing, but has improved since I stopped getting angry at her. I just don't know how to be calm and confident when I'm so frustrated. Any suggestions for what to do in the park situation and how to create a new pattern where I do not lose my marbles and she actually complies in a reasonable time when I say we're leaving? And then just random statements like, Please don't put stickers on the couch. You can put them on this, but not that. I feel like I'm just constantly telling her to not do something. If she doesn't stop, I usually tell her I will have to help her, but it just feels like I'm spending so much time on her back. No fun. I know you have a million emails, so if I happen to hear anything back, I will be happily surprised. Thank you. Okay, so this kind of dynamic that this mother has gotten into with her daughter is fairly common. And there are some elements that create this that I recommend this parent deals with at the cause. That's always the most effective way to address children's behavior. Just like with anything, we want to heal it at the cause, not just dealing with it symptomatically. If we can heal what's behind the behavior, that's where we'll see a change. So that's very important to understand in this situation. First of all, this little girl has a three-month-old sibling, and this tends to be an emotional crisis period for most children that shows up in different ways for each child. They do have a lot of fear around this situation, around this change and what's happened to their life, and it will need to be expressed by the child. And the way children this age commonly express their very strong feelings is through behavior, through limit pushing. Then when the parent is able to calmly and with a lot of acceptance of the child's feelings push up against that and hold their boundaries, the child is able to discharge the feelings, to release the feelings. And that could come out angrily, it could come out in a tantrum, it could come out just in this overwhelmed flop to the floor crying, sadness, it can look a lot of different ways. So the first thing I would say to this parent is, it sounds like she probably does understand that that is a big element to what's going on, and to expect, therefore, her child to be pushing limits. That is just the healthy way that children get their feelings out. And those feelings ideally will feel safe to share, even when they show up in the most obnoxious ways. It's not that we're going to be joyful that our child is behaving this way and responding this way so unreasonably, just seeming not to listen, not to follow directions, pushing back at us, but we're able to see that as a healthy dynamic and understand our role in it, which is just to hold those limits and to accept the feelings and see the feelings, see the desires to stay at the park. Like this mother said, she did acknowledge that. But the problem that this parent seems to already understand in herself 
is that she's not making her daughter feel safe to land the feelings because she is frustrated and angry when her daughter does these things. There's certainly nothing unusual about parents getting frustrated and angry with their children. We all do it sometimes. But it's important to understand that this actually creates more discomfort in our child. Therefore, it makes our job even harder because now we're going to see every time our child is uncomfortable, there's going to be more of this kind of behavior so that they can release those feelings of discomfort and fear. You know, So now we're adding the fear that not only do I feel like in a crisis that I'm doing these crazy things as a child, but my parents are angry with me these people that I need to kind of help me in these situations and see where I am and, you know, help me and help me early. And I'm going to talk about that more in detail here. They actually reject me for this. They see that I'm being wrong and bad and yikes. So what that does is it makes feelings that are already very scary and uncomfortable for a child even more scary, even more overwhelming. And the reason we do get frustrated is that we have a different expectation than the one that will help us. We have the expectation that our child should be able to leave the park or our child should be able to not put stickers on the couch. Children are certainly, at three years old, intelligent enough not to do these things. They do understand what we want. So, hey, why aren't they doing it? Because they're seeking that boundary seeking that safe place to land their feelings. That's the kind of outlook as a parent that will help us not get frustrated. And then the other part of that is the way we actually handle the behavior. This mother's waiting way too long to be physical with her child. And she comments that she doesn't like being physical. And that's a problem that I hear often. And it really does get in the way because caring for young children They need to feel that we're going to be able to pick them up and take them out of situations and that we're going to be able to help them do things that they're not able to do. And ideally, without losing our temper and being rough and being angry, we have to, one, expect it on some level, expect there's going to be this kind of behavior, and then see it at the outset. For example, stickers on the couch... I wouldn't even say, please don't do that, because I could see that my child is already doing something that my child knows I don't want them to do. Instead of telling them something that they already know, I see, okay, they're doing some funny business there, and I'm going to calmly make sure this doesn't happen. So I go over to my child, you've got those stickers, I see, Uh uh-uh, I'm not going to let you do that. And I'm already physically stopping my child. That physical limit setting is what children crave. And oftentimes they crave this, especially when there's a baby involved who's getting a lot of physical care, a lot of touch, a lot of holding and carrying. So they they need it for that reason as well. That's why it's so important for parents to see this as positive, a positive loving exchange when you're actually doing something against your child's will in that moment but you're doing it with love and kindness and confidence and you're taking that little (laughs) bear cub and you're stopping those paws from doing this or that or you're picking that bear cub up and taking them out of the park. So with the park, she says this has become a thing, so (laughs) see it coming. 
Anticipate. Go close when it's time to leave. Don't signal by saying, okay, it's time to go. And now you're signaling, we're going to enter this power struggle. We're going to go back to this routine that we've had now. Toddlers that have babies at home or younger siblings or other reasons that they have strong feelings, maybe they're in a big transition of some other kind, like they've just moved or, or they're starting a new school or something, they are very likely to not be able to leave the park. So rather than putting your card out there for her to see, go up to her. Okay, it's time. And now you will already have your hand on her shoulder, your arm around her back. Here we go. We're going to go. And if you feel any resistance, you move right through it. You pick her up. You get her into the stroller. And the sooner you do it, the less likely that you're going to get a struggle in return. But if you do... You move through it as best you can. Yes, it can hurt sometimes with a bigger child, but every time you take one of these actions, it's going to prevent more of this. So you're actually healing by doing this messy thing. It's not fun. It's not easy. It can, you can get kicked or hit a little bit, but you're going to do your best to move through that because that's going to save you from this happening a bunch of other times. It's going to take this out of becoming a thing into becoming a time when mom puts her arm around you and moves you along with love. Again, seeing this as positive, seeing this as a loving exchange that your daughter wants to have with you, needs to have with you, is the key to not getting frustrated, not getting upset, not being rough or even anything remotely close to abusive. Is it forceful? Yes. It's forceful with love and kindness. It's a loving act. And it's a million times more loving than threatening that we're going to leave or losing our temper or asking our child more than once. If you hear yourself asking your child to do something or not to do something more than once, you're already too late in physically following through with the limit. And, you know, we're not going to be perfect at this. It's really helpful, I think, to after this kind of situation, like after at the park or whatever, when it didn't go well, to really consider, okay, where was I going there in my mind? Why did I get upset? Exploring this with a lot of love and kindness towards ourselves. We're all on this journey and all we want to do is make slow progress. It's going to be two steps forward, one step back, or one step forward, two steps back sometimes. But we want to keep seeing how to move forward. So when this mother says she sat down and wouldn't walk, that she was already sitting down. So ideally, you will be there to not have her have the time to sit down and engage in that kind of power struggle. So I would see this right away. I would pick her up. If the baby's there, I would have the baby safe in a stroller and not be carrying the baby if that's possible at that time. And I say that because sometimes it's hard for the toddler to see the baby right there next to you, and that's going to make it more likely that the child will have a hard time in that exchange and want to express feelings around it. So just for ourselves, I think it's easier to be physically available to our toddler. But I know that's not always possible. So if you're not and, you know, you're having the baby in a carrier on you or something, then just know that you have to be even more confident and use what I call confident momentum, which is coming in early, ready to move, got that momentum going. It makes up for physical strength that you might not feel. And you don't need it as much because you've, you've got the motion going. 
you're already in that mode that you're going to make this happen. So that's how I would break this pattern by being physical right away, by using confident momentum, and definitely not expecting that words are going to be enough. They're just not. Our words don't have that much power with a child that has a reason to want to dig her heels in. Uh, yeah, I would say a lot less and do a lot more and do it a lot earlier. So not going to that stage of telling her to do something and then if she doesn't stop, I'm going to tell you I have to help you. No, I would help her right away. She needs help right at the outset of these behaviors. And then you'll see she's not going to be spending as much time on her daughter's back. There will be periods where it feels like she's got to constantly move her daughter through or stop her daughter from this and that. But this will pass much sooner if she can move through it with confidence as a leader. And that's what children want. So I hope that helps. And I would like to say thank you again to canvaspeople.com for sponsoring this podcast. Please take advantage of their free holiday offer. Don't miss out. You're going to get an 11 by 14 inch canvas print of any photo you choose. No strings attached. That's canvaspeople.com. Promo code RESPECT. And remember, both of my books are available also on audio at audible.com, No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Child Care, A Guide to Respectful Parenting. You can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Apple.com. Thanks for listening. We can do this.